You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about word of the year or your focus of the year or your theme of the year, whatever you want to call it. I started doing word of the year three years ago, and it was the first time I'd ever heard of it. And I stumbled upon it on a blog that I was reading, Christine Kane, who is um, an amazing woman that I knew of several years ago, like lots and lots of years ago when she was um, doing singer songwriter stuff. And I saw her a couple of times in Sisters Organ live. And I just thought she was amazing. And at a later point in my life, I, I went to Google her to see if she had any new albums out only to find that she had shifted away from that. And she was focusing on coaching and the entrepreneurial sector. And so um, I discovered this whole framework that she had around the concept of doing a word of the year. And she has this amazing workbook um, that takes you through that practice. And so I did it. And my first word of the year was abundance because that year I really wanted to understand the abundance mindset and how to start shifting into that. Because as a person who is inherently more of a, you know, limiting scarcity mindset, I have to work really hard to be in the space of abundance mindset naturally. So I wanted to understand it. I wanted to create new habits around it. I wanted to shift into that space so that I could step further into my role as a CEO of my business. And I didn't really buy into it at first. I'll be totally honest, but I did all the things and I had a couple of um, girlfriends who did it with me. And so we bought some bracelets and we had our words of the year engraved on the bracelets. And I'm not lying. Like that was transformational for me because when I found myself stuck or overwhelmed or frustrated or unsure of what to do next or how to make a decision, looking at my bracelet and remembering my word and my focus for that year was abundance and that I was committing to that helped me get unstuck. It became my true north of sorts. So that for me was such an incredible experience. And by the end of the year, like I naturally was able to step into a place of abundance so much faster and easier than I was able to the previous year. Am I perfectly in an abundance mindset every day? No way. Like who is? I'm sure there are people out there who are nearly masters, but I think that there's always room for improvement. So I start with that story because that's how the word of the year became a part of my non-negotiables. And so it's something I build into my group coaching programs. I actually encourage ladies to use Christine Kane's framework to uncover their word of the year. And so we did that um, just a couple of weeks ago in the mastermind, in the up-level mastermind, and it was amazing. So we all chose our word of the year. But as part of that, we wrote letters to ourselves for December 2021 and really, you know, focused on what we have overcome and what we no longer tolerate and what we have achieved one year from now. And then 
kind of backed it up and looked at it from a different standpoint in terms of why don't I already have that? And what do I need to support making that my reality? And so from that, people's word of the year was born along with, you know, doing some, some journaling and some different exercises. But my word of the year for 2021 is self-care. And the reason that I chose self-care is because for far too long, for far too long, self-care has been at the bottom of the priority list. I was really good about taking really good care of myself and working out a lot and eating perfectly. And then I became a mom. And (laughs) those of you that are moms can really relate. I'm sure you're nodding your heads right now. Like that became the least of my worries, even though in my brain, right, I knew that I needed to prioritize that. But everything became a priority over myself, taking care of Ellie, taking care of Bernard, growing this business, taking care of my clients, right? Those things were all really, really important. The dogs, like camping, I can go on and on, but I kept pushing self-care to the bottom of the list. And I just can't allow that to happen anymore. But It clearly hasn't been able to become a priority on its own, naturally, even though I do little things, right, to try and prioritize it, it still always falls to the bottom of the pile. And so this year, I just really realized, you know, my heart and my passion is in growing this business, and I love it. And I also love being a mom, and I love being a wife, but I'm not able to fully just enjoy any of those things to the fullest potential if I'm not showing up as my best self. And I can't show up as my best self if I don't prioritize self-care. So it was sort of a no-brainer. So self-care is my word of the year for 2021. And I plan to get a water bottle and probably a coaster and uh, some other things to remind myself about what my word is. And I encourage you to do that because it's really fun, right? To explore what's your word of the year, but then how are you going to remind yourself that that is your theme? That's what your focus is. That is what you are going to do in terms of decision-making, in terms of boundary setting, right? So that's the thing. Like, it's great if you have a word of the year or a theme, but then how do you take action on that? Well, it probably comes back to boundaries. Like, why isn't that thing already a theme for you naturally and inherently? So for me, it's going to be about stronger boundaries, clearer boundaries, and creating new habits. So boundaries and habits go hand in hand, right? In order to have new habits, we have to commit to them, but we also have to have boundaries that protect the ability to create those new habits. So I know I've neglected myself, and I also know I've chosen to do nothing to change that for far too long. So here I am giving focus to self-care so that I continue to grow while also being the best version of myself. And in order to do that, I have to get better boundaries. I have to create new habits to support that. And so one of the things I'm going to do is be better at protecting my time on my calendar. And that sounds super simple, but you would be shocked at how many women I work with. I don't care if they're making $50,000 a year or 500,000 or seven figures. When I ask them about boundaries and we go specifically to their calendar you would be shocked at how many people are like, yeah, I'm not great at it. I'm always saying yes to people. And it's not about not being able to say yes. It's about being able to say yes on your terms within reason, right? There's always going to be times where we need to accommodate our clients. That's important, but you still need to have boundaries and time blocking is one of the best ways to make that happen on your calendar, making sure that you have clear blocks of time. And I personally like to use 30 minute or one hour blocks. And that is where I get in and I spend all of my energy on a dedicated thing. So 
super simple if it's a one-to-one coaching call, right? That's a 50-minute block. And that is dedicated to that one person. But then are you blocking out time for your CEO time? Are you blocking out time to meet with your team? Are you blocking out time for discovery calls? Don't just open your calendar up willy-nilly and have discovery calls any old time. Like make sure that you are being strategic about this. And then here comes the kicker. Make sure you're blocking out time for self-care. That includes lunch. That includes if you're going to go to the gym in the mornings. That includes if you're going to do go and walk the dog around the neighborhood and you're going to do grounding work and get out there barefoot and stand in the grass. Whatever that is for you, get that stuff on your calendar. And that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to be better at that. I'm pretty good at it, but I can be better, right? So I challenge you right now to stop and think for a second, how good am I at protecting my time? Where can I be better? Am I blocking out time for lunch? Am I blocking out time just to get up and like take a breather, right? That stuff is important. That allows you to recharge. That allows you to reset, clear your mind. And, you know, mindset work is super important to all of us that are stepping further into our roles as the CEOs of our business. So are you blocking out time for that? Do you journal in the mornings? Do you meditate? Do you want to start doing those things? If you do, then you're going to have to take action and hold yourself accountable to do those things. And so protect your time. That's the biggest thing. Like you can't just be intentional and say, I'm going to do this. Like you have to take action to hold space for the intention. So I'm super curious, like what is your word of the year or your focus for the year? If you already know it, please, please share with me, come over to the up level lounge on Facebook and hang out with us and let us know what your word of the year is or post on social media. And if you don't know it, I'm going to share the link to Christine Kane's word of the year tool, because I think it's really, really powerful. And it's such a great tool for exploring. And maybe you have no idea. Maybe you absolutely have no idea what your word of the year is going to be. And that's okay. Cause honestly, that's really, really exciting. So I'm going to share a little bit about some of the words of the year that are shared within my mastermind because my ladies are amazing and I like to brag on them. Some of the words of the year that came up were just incredible and they didn't come from a place of just showing up to the call and saying, okay, I have my word of the year. Like this was weeks of self-discovery. This was weeks of looking deeper and further into what was missing. What did they want? Why didn't they already have what they were setting their goals or their intentions to be. And so that's also what I want to tell you, like your word of the year may not come super easily. If you've ever named anything, if you've ever named a child or a dog or a bird, whatever, like sometimes it's super simple. And you're like, that bird is going to be named Freddie. Like I've got it. And other times you got to sit on it for a long time and kind of let it develop. And so you might have five or six words of the year floating around right now. And that's okay. Like in your head, don't rush it. It will reveal itself when it's truly, truly ready. I didn't know my word of the year until last week. And I, for months had been thinking about it. And I knew that it was going to be something around like simplifying and savoring. So simplify, savor, essential. Those were some of the words that were floating around for months. But yet here I am on self-care because it all comes back to that. I need to simplify my life so I can prioritize my self-care. I need to look at what's essential. And for me right now, it is self-care, right? So don't rush it is the biggest thing that I'm wanting to like remind you of right now. However, have fun with it. Like that is really, really important to have fun with it. 
so I was going to share with what some of the ladies came up with. So growth was one that Allie came up with. And I think it is so perfect for her because she is in such an exciting stage of growth in her business right now. And she just wants to keep focused on that and give herself permission that the work that she is doing is important. And it is all about growth. It might not be where she wants to be, but she's getting herself to where she wants to be in terms of she might not have an entire roster full of dream clients yet, but she's growing to get there and she's doing the work that's important to make that possible. Okay. So that is really, really powerful. So it's not just a willy nilly word that she pulled out of the sky. Like this took a lot of discovery and thinking about it and saying like, I give myself permission to be excited and devoted to my growth right now. And when you hear me say it like that, you're like, Oh, that's powerful, right? That's not just growth. Like Allie's not just growing. She is in growth. And she is giving herself true permission to be all in because that's where she's at in the stage of her business. Another one that was really exciting for me is Mary Jo's word, which is expansion. And Mary Jo took a really holistic approach to her word of the year. And I loved it. She not only looked at her own business, she looked at her family unit and the big changes that were coming, um, exciting changes in a lot of different aspects of her business and her family and said, okay, what resonates with me and what's going to help me tie all of these, these things together as I make decisions. And as I look at, you know, goal setting in a whole different way than I ever have before, that one for me was really, really powerful. And I loved when she arrived with that because it was like, yes, that is exactly the word that you need to focus on. And each and every lady in the group, in the mastermind, when they came with their word, I was like, that's it. That's exactly it. Like, that's amazing. Roxana has connectedness as her word of the year. And it is so perfect because it fits into so many different areas for her, whether it's her business or her personal life. And as she's shifting into this new version of the business that she's building and her business self, it's so important that she connects with her true vision and her values, but she's also more connected as a partner and as a mom and everything connects together and that she is connecting with dream clients. So that word resonates in so many different ways. We had authenticity. We had confidence actually showed up twice and I love it. Focus was really powerful and awesome for Jenny. Belief was Heather's word. And so we had these really, really exciting words come out of the work that we did in order to get there. And so again, if you're just learning about this concept of word of the year, I'm telling you, not only is it fun, but it's powerful and it's transformational on so many levels because it uncovers things that you didn't even realize were coming up for you or potentially holding you back. So it doesn't have to be a word per se. It can be a theme. I've, I've heard people do that. People who do the work in terms of word of the year really encourage others to focus only on one word or one theme. I've had people say, well, can I have three different words? Well, you can, but that's diluting your focus. Like it's great if you have three, but what's the most important? If you could only have one, which one would you choose? So if you find yourself stuck between two or three, sit on them for a little bit longer and talk to your spouse about this or your, your partner or your significant other, because that is also important. You want to have buy-in there. And when I told my husband that I was going to have self-care as my word, he was elated. Like he can prioritize self-care like a champ. He goes to the gym no matter what, no matter what's going on. He doesn't let guilt or excuses get in the way. I let mom guilt get in the way way too often. I am constantly like, well, I worked hard all week. I can't possibly go to the gym on Saturday morning because I need to spend time with Ellie or I need to spend time with you, Bernard. It's a non-negotiable for him. And so 
I am really going to use that as inspiration for myself to keep pushing through and prioritizing myself. But having his buy-in is really important for me because I want him to support me, especially when I start to slack off because I'm not perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to want to sacrifice my self-care for everything else, because let's be honest, I've done that over and over and over again. That is my current habit. I have to change that habit. And so having support is important. So I encourage you, like have conversations about it, explore it. If you're stuck on two or three different words and you're not sure which one is most in alignment, talk to your significant other about it and get some buy-in together. And you may be missing the boat entirely. Sometimes we can't see what we really need to see because we're too close to it. And so share this conversation and you might be really surprised at what comes out of it. So I encourage you, if you have not chosen a word of the year, do it. It is powerful. And if you have chosen your word of the year, please come tell me what it is and make sure that you are prioritizing that as part of your yearly planning year after year, because it's transformational. And then take action to create boundaries to support that word of the year. So that if you're building new habits or you are trying to reach new goals, that you are doing things to make that possible. And you're setting yourself up for ultimate success because boundaries tie in very, very closely to our goals. We need to have good boundaries so that we can reach our goals easier and faster than if we're just trying to say, Hey, I want this thing to happen. We want to be intentional with the steps we take. And so many of you are so good with that, like the milestones and the strategy to get there, but you forget about protecting that space of, okay, I know the path that I need to be on to get to my goals, but then are you protecting yourself so that outside things aren't impacting that on a regular basis? So take a look at your schedule, make sure that your time is secure, that you're protecting time for yourself and stepping into your role as a CEO so that you can commit to whatever your word is or whatever your theme is for this next year. You can do it. You have all of the things that you need in order to be successful already in you. You do. You have enough. You have enough knowledge. You have enough skills. You have enough personality. And now it's protecting time and space for that to be able to come to life more than it ever has before. So I am super excited to see what this next year brings for you. But please, please come over to the Up Level Lounge and share your theme or your word of the year with us because that not only holds you more accountable, but that inspires others. So get out there, let us know what your word of the year is, and I'm excited to see what's in store for you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Up Level Lounge podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And while you are there, leave a rating and a review. I read each and every one and I love hearing from you. 